and we hear i think i literally just started that by like taking my mouth that was literally how the fucking that's how it's gonna, gonna start, start brother Duh. that's it hey it's, so we're on break next week <laughs> i i don't talk about that we we will get to one piece this week just really quick and i'm gonna be very <clears throat> matter of fact because i have one of my favorite things that i've ever thought of um to do here so i'm very excited for this first game we're gonna play right it's a word game um, we will get to One Piece because it. I lost my bet. Oda did give us Yamato. Four I page. was wrong. I was wrong. I, I don't even know how I feel at the moment, but there's something interesting, and I do have a new groundbreaking theory to shit my pants over just to probably prove wrong in two weeks. But yeah. we will get to One Piece after this. So to continue with, and I had a blast with our avatar talking last week. It's one of the um, – I re-listened to last week's episode twice. Like, I had a blast with the Avatar talk. So, I'm not ready yet for the core discussion, although I do have some shit ready when we get to there. But I want Noemi to be finished. Um, I really enjoyed having, like, fresh perspective on Avatar that wasn't mine. A, it gives... It makes me realize that in the course of doing all these shows, I think there is a purpose to it because these are things and topics, like, I'm deep-dived in, and obviously not everyone who's deep-dived. So, sometimes it's nice... Whereas it's dope to hear like our conversations because we're nerds and we deep dive into shit, but it's nice to hear also someone who just is enjoying it for what it is or just like, oh yeah, that show's cool and hearing how they talk about it. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's a neat perspective. It's not, oh, the fucking rock in episode nine, it was on this panel in the manga and it's important because this. It's like, I right, not homie was like, yeah, no, homie shot fire out of his ass and I thought that was cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, man. So I'm excited for Korra to get like fresh perspective on Korra. Yeah. Uh, I know Alex was, if you, so we rewatched it and Alex's take was that she felt that the Korra Asami plug was forced. And I, I agree. I, I think, I think it was something they added on last minute. I don't think, because I think at the end of the day, Cora didn't need a love interest. That was, uh, but I think I think Nickelodeon or like someone someone was like, here's an opportunity to like put this, give this group some representation, and so like I think they just went for it. Um, I'm gonna say I, the bad thing, which is no disrespect to the writers, and I think I think they did it on purpose. I don't think it was malicious. But I think their relationship with Nickelodeon had eroded, um, obviously, towards the end. We talked about this last week. That I was okay as – because Cora made a natural transition from – all right, I'm, what, she's 17, 18 years old at the time we meet her? She's 16 when we meet her. The 16? first three seasons take place in about a year. Okay, so she's 16 when we meet her, and then when she leaves us, she's what? How many years have passed in total? Two? Uh, she's 19 in the fourth season. 19, 14, Okay. So 16-year-old her finding a guy that she thinks is attractive, doing just normal shit that people do. And then her, she made a natural progression the same way Aang as an 11-year-old or a 10-year-old, 12-year-old, um, started like Katara, was funny, goofy, boyish in the first season, started both feelings, and it was natural. Cora made natural, hey, this guy's cute. Ah, uh, well, we had this issue. Or no, I'm sorry, we get together. We, then we start to have relationship issues. I'm 16. Obviously, I don't handle relationship issues the best. Break up. Um, 
kind of find some interest, but uh, no, not really for me. And she transitioned to, I don't need nobody. And that would have been great. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I think it'd be, I think, like, you treat her like tough, you know, like, have her get married off screen. Tough married to Boulder. (laughs) Tough never married. She had two mistresses. That's, this bitch, like, that's a fact. She she fucked two dudes and then dumped their asses. That was Toph's story. Oh, um, fuck. I but that like, story one day. <laughs> yeah, like, because they bring up told me in the comic, don't they? Don't they specify like Toph not getting along? They mentioned that he, there was a guy, but no there one is really a guy. got to know anything about him. Yeah, I they they drop like a name, and you go, who the fuck is that? And, like, literally everyone, all the characters are like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's an, it's the most unsatisfying thing in the world, and the writers only put it in because the fandom's toxic. So, Almost you know, all fandoms are toxic. I don't well, know. I, I, I kind of agree, too. I think Asami's, like, one of the flattest characters on the planet. She has, like, no depth, and, like, her dad is – I don't mean to talk about Korra now. I'll let you, like – No, you know, that's – no, that's fine. I just think the writers got pissed off at Nickelodeon, and that was – I think that was – well, I think the writers have good intent with their feelings towards the LGBT community. I think that was kind of a flip-off to Nickelodeon. I think that was, suck my dick. I'm going to write this because you said everything else I've done these last two seasons has been controversial or not fit for a kid's show or not fit to be on kid's television. Suck my dick. I'm already online. I'm doing this. Fuck you. Because yeah. it makes no sense. They have one scene of them going from, because they start off okay to not really fuck with each other because of Mako, and then have one scene of like, oh, I guess we don't hate each other, and then walk off into the fucking spirit. We're like, bitch, what? No, that's not how yeah. this works. Well, like, it's the idea that, like, the relationship blossomed off screen, and I think that's but what But that sucks. Of, but that sucks. Yeah. Unless, I know. I, like, it, it's a, it's a cop out and I, like, don't get me wrong. I am so stoked that one of the first, uh, women of color bisexual person, uh, was a lead in a show and it was Cora. Yeah, but that's <laughs> and I'm gotta... like, it, you know, like, you know, you can add all of these like adjectives in there and you go, yeah, no, she's a hundred percent the first gay person of female gay gay person of color female but it's got to be natural that's like the shit with the fucking i think from a writing perspective i'm like look like come on dude like yeah if you're gonna do that and that's cool but like that's like the motherfucking politicians who found who had some poor fucking intern google what do africans wear and they showed up on the fucking white house Mm. and fucking taking me i'm like I could say, oh, look at them. They're the first politicians to be represent. No, it wasn't authentic. It wasn't genuine. It was it a was- photo op. Absolutely. And yeah. that's the same thing with court where I would argue that it's worse to force that than for it to be something natural. If there was, if season one, they were beefing and season two, three and four, there were signs pointing towards it. Fine. Go for it. Yeah. But season two and three, she was still trying to fuck with Mako. Actually, yeah. season two, they started off as a couple. Or am I mixing, am I mixing up season two? No, you're right. They, they end the first season. Together. They have, a, they have a back and forth. And then at the end of season two, she just, they both cut it off. 
And then season three, they do that whole, well, we were together. I, we're still friends, but I still got feelings for you. And like season, it, season three, it's like post breakup. And so they're like, it's where every, it's where everyone on team avatar, I think is dealing and getting, becoming cool with like this new normal of like, Oh, okay. Two of us aren't fucking each other. Fantastic. Or three of us aren't fucking this one dude. Excuse me. So, <laughs> um, it was just, it was just weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it. Like in the, I think in the long run, I'm cool with it. If you can like, if the comics flesh it out, I think a little bit better. Uh, I, from, I read the first one and personally, I don't think it really, it definitely felt even a little shoehorned in the first comic. Yeah, it just, um, it just wasn't. It, I'm again, I, it, look that there, I am not the kind of person that needs to see that, but I know that someone needs to see that. And I totally respect that decision. No, uh, was I, I don't agree with it. Lead. Was I, I think we could have lead. written it better. I, if we wrote it better, I would be better with it, you know? But, uh, and as a writer, I'll like debate it with people. But, uh, you know, I'm, it's fine, you know? Cora was, <laughs> it, Cora was good being a strong female lead before they decided to make her bisexual or gay. Um, sidebar. Another sidebar. Sidebar. We hear who SpongeBob is gay. <laughs> And, I, that, that and is anybody weird. surprised? <laughs> was anybody fair, surprised that SpongeBob is gay? <laughs> to be fair, that tweet said uh, to the LGBT community and allies, they just put him next to the two other gay bisexual characters. Oh, I was going to say they put a rainbow SpongeBob next to Cora. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. And Cora's not even like. She's bi. It's she's Cora's not even that bi. If we be in a, if we're keeping that it, like, by, she's not even <laughs> yeah, that. By. We're looking at this on a percentage scale. <laughs> I, her actions, that's all I'm going off of. All, all I got to do is go off the actions. Yeah, it's fine. It's, she's by. It's whatever. Uh, most what you people, come here for the real Avatar talk. How by is say, Cora? I would say like, if you talk to anyone who's LGBTQ plus, I don't want to like. Get, the, get that wrong. I just know LGBTQA because I just know allies. So oh, is there, it, the names in there? I, I'm just like, look, if you're LGBTQ, you're probably going to debate that most people are bi. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You look at it on like a percentage scale and, you know, you know, 90% of the time, like women, 99% of the time women. But like, Maybe there's a guy. Yeah. It's not me, but, you know. That's <laughs> yeah, fun. most people. So, we're going to play a fun game here, right? Justin's like, we need to get off this controversial topic. It's not, no, it's not <laughs> before, even controversial. Before, I we, no like, issue with... before we stick our feet in our mouths, man. No, I've, I've, I've said this with – this is just my stance on it. There is – Cora feels forced, and I don't feel forcing your way into any of those subject matters is the way to properly do it if that's what you truly stand behind. Yeah. You don't – because otherwise, I could – you. and this is my last statement on then we are going to leave this topic. <laughs> Justin's like, I am but not fucking talking about you, it. <laughs> you would literally have to then to say the way Cora was forced into that role, essentially, not strong female lead, but being a bisexual female lead. Homie, if you go throw on blackface tomorrow and put up don't uh, no justice, no peace, 
that don't make you more part of like like you are you are forcing your way into it and it's like all right now this ain't the way to do it dog like there's a natural and organic way to do it and then there's whatever the fuck you did which is you took oh, some yeah. charcoal put that bitch on your face and drew a sign like they're just it's not needed yeah anyway no. so <laughs> moving here, on <laughs> here is the game and i think this is gonna be really interesting and then you're gonna right. let me know if you want to go first or second okay, okay. This is your avatar, right? So you wake up, or you didn't wake up, I guess. You're 16 years old, as the quote-unquote natural process is supposed to go. Yeah. 16 years old, the White Lotus pull up, and they're like, yo, dog, you the avatar, all right? But you got a special exemption, because we're going to break the time for this. We're going to break the rules of, we're going to break the laws of time and physics. You get to have any single person throughout history or throughout history for our experience is going to be through the avatar, any character that we've seen in the last airbender or the legend of Korra or the comics. Okay. You get to choose your firebending teacher, your earthbending teacher, your waterbending teacher, your airbending teacher. And as the, and this one will go last is you get to choose the avatar that is going to be your past life or essentially the one that you are most connected with. Now, the game part is, and we're going to compare her, who, who's going to beat who at the end of this. If you go first, you could choose any of the elements you want to first, right? So if you're like, all right, I'm choosing Earth first, and I'm choosing Kyoshi. Kyoshi is now taken off the list. Like, I can't have Kyoshi as my master as well. Okay. So if you choose one, and you're like, all right, I want to secure airbending, and I want it to be whoever the hell you want it to be. If I then take... A firebending, then you, you then risk not miss, maybe having your first choice as a firebending teacher or as a waterbending teacher or as the avatar that will both go last off. With the avatar you want as your past life will go last off. Okay. So, and I'm going to take notes here on my other computer because that's what we do with this shit. All right, let me pull this up real quick. Does it have to be a character? It has to be somebody that we have seen in either the last airbender, Korra, or the comics. Now, that includes historical figures that we have access to. That's why, like I said, you can choose Yoshi as an earthbending teacher because we've seen her. Okay. All right. So. So I can't. So am I going first or are you going first? You can go first, dog. I'm going I'm to I'm throw it to you first. I pick a badger mole. <laughs> I pick the moon. Oh, okay. Pick... <laughs> no, no. Okay. All right. I see what you did there. Okay. Let's I pick exclude. a dragon. Let's exclude. <laughs> The OG teachers, right? Let's okay. make it actual right. human characters. I was like, that a is, sky that is, bison, that is a tricky. dragon, a badger mole, and the moon. And then my avatar is Avatar Juan. <laughs> Although Juan would be a shitty teacher, because Juan is like literally learning everything on the fly. He is, but he he's the avatar that remembers Rava <laughs> without going to Korra. No other avatar. I bet like the, the idea of Rava gets lost at time. Well, to be fair, well, it definitely does because besides it goes from Well, it's Juan, been 10,000 years, so. Yeah, and it goes from Juan all the way up until Aang until any of them are like, oh, yeah, I can bend energy. Like, Roku, Kiyoshi, Kurin, everybody yeah. was like, nah, we don't want to do that shit, dog. Yeah, well, I'm sure, like, if you look at the avatars, and this would be an interesting story, like some side story or something, like maybe like the fifth avatar. Or something when the cycle makes it back to fire and he's going through and talking like those first like 
10 or 20 avatars had to have used some form of spirit bending because it was still relatively new, right? I mean, potentially that, that would be hard. I don't remember. I don't remember in core if they go into detail of it when the origin of bending was. Well, so the origin of bending are the, is the lion turtle. So they held the bending and they gave it to people. And Did they give a year for that or like a timeline. Uh, this is bef- this is right before the harmonic convergence before so ten thousand so ten thousand years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so it's been so we'll say let's see Juan gets stuck in the spirit wilds he's been in there we'll say he's been in there about a year or something we'll just say a year and he masters firebending so we'll say a couple years before the first harmonic convergence in the show's timeline. Okay. Um, and then he spends like another year traveling to other lion turtles and getting their things. Anyway, so the lion turtles hold the bending and then give it to the people. And then the people would give it back. And then at some point people refused to give it back. And the lion turtles went, all right, <laughs> good luck. Uh, and when they couldn't control their bending, they learned from the ma- the OG masters. So they held that spirit and that energy inside of them. And then dragons taught fire bending, and the moon taught water bending, and badger moles taught earth, and sky bison taught air. Um, once that once those spirits were actually in them. I was like, technically want it, and once again, you're more as far as like recently watched Korra. Do they explain when the moon force it, when the moon gave up, like being the moon and turned into fish? It was before. I think it was before. Because it would fish be like, and it's the same thing technically because it's the spirit of the moon inside the fish. Would the fish be the. It's, um, what are they? They are. Twee and law. Twee and law, yeah. Twee and law. I don't remember when they take fish form, and so I'm like, did the fish teach the waterbender? Because it just, the moon no, teaching so, waterbenders is nuts. Well, twee and law are like the spirit, or it's the, they're the like push and the pole. The they're they're yeah. the, yeah, they're the push and the pole. They're the ocean and the moon spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't tell you which is which. I think I think Zhao killed Twee. I think. But I could be I could be wrong. They don't Twee is the moon spirit, yeah. Twee is the moon, okay. Yeah. Um it just says on this thousands of years before the hundred year war. So mm-hmm. Okay. I'll say after. It could have been during that first harmonic convergence. I don't know. It's a storyline that's you know, we don't know. Yeah. All so, right. So for real quick, so for this game, I did not, I, I messed up when I explained this part. Okay, so if you want to go first on the elements, then you go second on the avatar choice. If you want to go first on the avatar choice, you go second on the elements. So, but I'll let do you we want to like do do we want to draft it? So like, yeah, no, it's, it's draft style. So once you draft someone, they're gone. Okay. So do you want to go first on the elements, or do you want to go first on the avatar choice? No, I mean, like, draft it. So, like, I start as a firebender, and then I go to airbending, and then 
Uh, yeah, but you're not constricted by order of the elements. So if you okay. want to say, oh, because I'm just taking notes down, so I just have basically mine and your name, and then under it, I've got earth, fire, water, air, avatar, um, and then a line going to it. And whoever you end up choosing, if you say, okay, my waterbender is this, then all right, I'm going to choose my firebender next. He's this. I'm going to write it. Keep it down here. Okay. So, I, I'll start with fire. All right. Who's your firebending teacher? And tell us why. I'll go Iro. You motherfucker. Sorry, brother. I hate you sometimes. Why are you going (laughs) Iro? Huh? Why are you going Iro? I'm going Iro because this fool is, uh, he's a, he got taught by the, the sun eaters. That tribe, the tribe of firebenders that. Oh, the sun, the sun warriors. Sun warriors. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So he got taught by them and he is actually like a true master of firebending and uses, uh, he uses, he he can firebend without being mad. <laughs> yes. Straight up. He's an actual yeah. firebending master. Okay. I'll give you that one. Um Okay. Okay. Plus he like has that spiritual side to it too, which if you're on the avatar, you want someone who's connected spiritually. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat here, right? Are you so, Googling it? No, 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 I'm not Googling. Okay. I already know. I already know this one. This is one that I think is like, it's unique, right? And I want to. And we're gonna essentially build these characters. So like, if you have conflicting teaching styles, essentially that shows up in your final build, right? So like, if you were to throw, for example, I, I was my fire bending teacher, and my earth bending teacher was um, was someone who's opposite of Iro was was the boulder, right? Just hypothetically, like obviously. The boulder being a dumb as fuck, just kind of like throwaway character would conflict with Iroh being like more spiritual or more like aware of his surroundings because your earthbending teacher is dumb as rocks. No pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm going airbending first. Okay. And I struggled with this one because there was a part of me when I thought about this, I really wanted to go Gyatsu because that room of him and like 30 dead firebenders is impressive to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but a nigga wants to fly. So I'm oh, taking Lahim. No, I'm taking Oh, Lahim you go Lahim. Because right. I don't want Zahir, like, as a teacher, I don't want him in my ear talking about, hey, yo, dog, just blow her head off, you can fly. Just blow her head off, you can fly. I would like to think Lahim was just like, I Lahima, yeah. He could separate himself, and he had a more natural, less violent, head-exploding version of flight. Which is funny, too, because I think he was an extremist. Oh, he was. They talk about it in the uh, Kyoshi comics. It's uh, Guru Lahima and... Oh, man. who was? It, they were two, like, philosophers that, like, debated. Uh, Guru Lahima and... Uh, but he, he was less violent than Zaheer? as far as my memory of it goes, like Zaheer was trying to forcibly separate the world. Lahima was kind of just more in line with the airbender way of thought, yeah. but just extreme. Think, like, I don't even want to be around John. Like, yeah. Well, I it's like, be... yeah. Like Guru Lahima. Think of him as like Marx and think of Zaheer as Lenin or Stalin, you know, yeah. someone that took those teachings and went, farther than needed to go or any fucking religious fanatic honestly 
also, it was Nakima, like, who here was just literally not a bender and was in, in like high level prison. Yeah. <laughs> Homie couldn't bend and was kept in the fucking high ass mountains in a cage. Like, nigga, we scared of you. You can't do shit technically. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. His fucking comrades were literally bitch who bends water with no arms and motherfucking lava bender. And boom, boom, the girl. Like, <laughs> like my nigga, what? What did y'all do before you harmonic convergence and you got bending again? Um, so, yes, that's my airbending teacher. So, since you stole fucking Iro from me, dick. Sorry, um, friend. It's all good. Who was, who was your next teacher? Shoken, that's it. Um, hmm. Any of the bendings. You got water, earth, and air. Sorry, I was looking up the gur- the gorilla Hima's like rival. No, you're good. Yeah. Anyway, um, can you rival a nigga that flies? Yeah. Well, it was, they they were philosophical rivals. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's all in that Kiyoshi book. Anyway, I'll read that in a sec. Um, let's see. Well, I start with fire, and I don't have to go in order? Or should you don't have I go to go in order. order. So you have water, earth, and air, all of it. You can choose whoever you want between the three. Mm. I pick Toph. For work. Okay. For earth. All right. It, goes, al- it goes along with uh, Iroh teachings. That Toph was very much influenced by Iroh. And the ability for her to see with her feet connects her closer. Like it adds that connection aspect that everything is connected. You think she continued and I don't disagree with your pick, but do you think she continued to be influenced or like Iroh? Because her relationship with her daughters is very different than Iroh with his son and Zuko. I think it's strained, but I also think that's part of her character. I think in her old age, because um, they talk in Korra where they go, we reconciled our differences. And like, like, yeah, I was tough and I was wrong about a lot of things. And like a lot of the children forgive her. Mm-hmm. Um, Sue. Sue. No, no. The other one. I'm Chief blanking. Chief of police, right? Chief of police is Sue. The other one. I cannot remember uh, her name. Kuvira's teacher, but I can't remember her name. Yeah. Kuvira is a good... Sulin. No, Su... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Is that it, it Sulin? Yeah. Okay. Or uh, no. I think it's something uh, Lin. I couldn't hey, tell you, though. Yeah, anyway. Her, her... I think it's just Lin. No. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway, you keep talking. I'll, I'll Google yeah, her yeah. name so, right now. In her old age, she moves into the swamp. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... It's not a coincidence that Sulin. Sulin. Yeah. So it's the, not yeah, a so Lin is the chief of police. Sulin is the metal bending city um um leader. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Founder. <laughs> um it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence to uh that Toph ended up in one of the most spiritually charged places in the Avatar world. Um, and I think that's because that's her going on her spirit journey, m- much like Iroh did in his youth. 
yeah. Plus, like, young, young Toph is, like, really influenced by, like, her whole character, like, if she has no development, but she resonates so much with Iroh. Yeah, no. I'll give you that. Um, do you think, and this is an interesting topic, um, do you think Toph is the best metal bender or is she is just its creator? I think she is the, I think she, I think she is the best. Because Kuvira had a mech. Kuvira had a mech, but she was also controlling it with uh, meteorite metal. Mm-hmm. Um, Toph talks about when she's getting the poison out of uh, Korra, mm-hmm. and she, uh, Korra's like, they got all of it out. And Toph goes, no, they missed a little bit. My daughters were not never quite picked up on metal bending. Uh and I think that it has something to do with the idea of like feeling deep within mm-hmm. the earth and feeling deep within that metal and being able to sense that. I, I had to, th- it's because I went with Iroh. I was like, I have to go with Toph. Otherwise it was Bolin in a heartbeat. That dude is fucking cool. <laughs> Bolin's fucking strong as shit. So, hmm. I'm going to go water. Okay. And I picked the moon. (laughs) (laughs) What's Saka's girlfriend's name? That bitch. I pick her. (laughs) Push and pull, bitch. (laughs) No. So for for water, I'm going to pick... And this is kind of like a wild one. Uh, No, I can't do that. Okay, so I'm going to pick Katara. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I've struggled with this because this is where like the teaching conflict would come in because I want, holy shit, Yakon, homie blood bended, handcuffed and told Aang, get down and capacitated the whole fucking court like this. Yeah. And I'm like, but he's just nuts. And I just, I just, I, it just wouldn't work if I'm trying to build like an actual like character, but fuck, homie is strong. I was going to say, yeah, uh, okay, well, I, I was thinking, I couldn't, I was like, Katara is good for waterbending. And she can heal. Uh, and she can heal. Um, I thought a lot about Amon. <laughs> no, the bloodbending is, I thought Katara a lot of, has it, but I don't think if Katara is your teacher, she would teach you bloodbending. So I don't, I don't think my avatar would have bloodbending because Katara would never teach it. Yeah, and there's something so evil about bloodbending, too. It's powerful, though. It is really powerful. <laughs> like, somebody made a video, and it's like, yeah, if the Avatar state didn't exist, bloodbending is actually the most powerful thing on the planet. Like, you can't beat them. No. They literally, they, 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 they literally beat you, no matter what you try to do. Well, flip side, airbending, and you just so oh, an army of people? I'd suck the air out, <laughs> you know? That's- but I'm, I'm also like I see an army of people and I go I see an army of water and then bloodbend yeah no blood, bloodbending is nuts man especially like a 1v1 fight I don't think anyone can beat a bloodbender no like if Aang wasn't personally responsible for taking away Yukon's bending 
nobody beats him. Like, Amon yeah. is terrifying in season one, and he don't hold a fucking candle to his dad. Like, like your con is just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Homie would have whooped Ozai. Like, <laughs> yeah, 100%. He, he, yeah. 100% he would have. All right, who's our next teacher, Matt? You saw water and air. I will go with... I will go air, and I will pick uh, Monkey Azzo. Okay. All right. And I don't know if you see where I'm going with this. So we're building out here. You're going spiritual, but he teaches you while other things, like, because he also taught everything's connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Guru Patik was friends with him. And that's that's a line that he drops where he's like, "I'm a spiritual friend of uh, Monkeyazzo," you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he also teaches you that fun is just as important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is very very important because it's like, oh, you are the avatar, but you are human as well. Um, and he's really the only Airbender with that distinction. Yeah. Because they were all cranky during Aang's time, and even Aang got cranky as he got older, and Tenzin is the fucking epitome of cranky. It's really goes yeah. Gyatsu, and then um, the daughter. Um, the super spiritual daughter. Oh, I, I forgot about Janora. Mm, no, Janora. I've already... I've, I, I, I will stick with... Um, oh, Gyatsu, I think, is a better teacher than Janora. Janora just has... Because you have to somewhat base it off of what we've seen. And Janora is just insane potential for the next X avatar. amount of years. But she yeah, doesn't the next have... avatar is going to, Janora is going to be the teacher to the next avatar. And you're like, ah, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Like, as an 11 or 12, however old she is, I don't remember her exact age. Like she's, not... uh, she's the same age as Aang. 12? I always theorize she's the same age as Aang in the first three years. So, so she's, she's 16 in season four. No, she's 112. Oh, you're right. My bad. 116. <laughs> Excuse me. I didn't, I didn't mean to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, she she's a shit ton of potential, but I don't think she right now as far as like these like amount of teachers. Yeah. I'm sad because I have earthbending and so badly I want to pick Boomy, but I don't think Boomy would teach anyone. If I think, Boomy wouldn't teach Aang, like who the fuck is Boomy teaching? Well, I think Boomy a younger Boomy might have like Boomy's also powerful in the sense that he uh, can just bend without touching earth. That, which is he, uh, which means he might be able to see with his feet. <laughs> I believe he could. So yeah. they actually dropped a line. Um, and I don't know if this is a, I don't know how deep of a conversation this is, but I thought that was interesting. Both top and Boomy cite back problems in their, elderly age now boomy's 112 which is just nuts that he's that old yeah but they both cite back problems and boomy anytime he the first episode six when he cracks his back and you're like oh this nigga's actually like six foot tall oh okay um, yeah so i don't know if that's just the thing of earthbending that those stances and that form just like deteriorates your back but they both as the two strongest earthbenders we get to see um, excluding Kyoshi because we only get so many clips of her. 
um, they both just they both have back problems, and I'm curious if that's just a thing of earthbenders that, homie, your back's gonna go out. Deal with it. Yeah. Uh, so I can't choose. I'm not choosing Boomy for his bending because I just don't. I just don't think he's gonna teach anymore. Um. I know I have to think about my water tribe. I think for fire though. I don't know if this is the best pick, but I'm confident. And since I don't have Iroh, I'm going to take who I'm going to assume as new Iroh. Uh, and Zuko is going to be my firebending teacher. I think Zuko okay. also has Sun Warriors in him. He is technically from the same family, and the strength, I think, is clearly evident, um, especially in the fight with Azula, because now we don't get to see everybody, obviously. But excluding Roku, who's an avatar, the only time we see fire that extreme is from that family. So Ozai, Azula, Zuko, Iroh, even Mako, when Mako's like really trying to like rear back and get it, doesn't produce that amount of fire. Sozin's comment or yeah. no Sozin's comment. So I'm presuming that family just has some strong ass fire, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and Zuko is not only. I'm a big fan, like, in real life of just anyone who has life experience, and probably no one has more life experience than Zuko. Like, dog, my yeah. dad banished me at 16, burned the fucking side of my face. I chased this nigga around the world for a year. My sister tried to fucking kill me. I ditched my uncle who was the only motherfucker who loved me. Then I'm friends with the motherfucker that I was searching around. I was trying to kill for a fucking year. And then redirected lightning at my dad. My sister's gone batshit. I, I couldn't find my mom for 10 years. <laughs> like, my mom. So Zuko's got some life coaching that he can definitely pass on. Yeah, probably. And I think he's strong. He's riding a dragon, which he's, besides him and Roku are the only two. I'm sorry. Him, Roku, and Sozin are the ones you ever get to really see ride a dragon. And I think that means something, especially with his relationship that he established with them when he went there with Aang. I'm presuming I, – I will always say they dropped the ball on Zuko. I don't know why we got, like, three clips in Zuko and Korra and we got a whole much more of Katara when Zuko – not that Katara is not interesting, but Katara's whole role in Korra is I'll give you elderly advice and I was married to the Avatar. Zuko, yeah. I think, was still a far more interesting and complex character and what he might have done, just the whole recreation of the Fire Nation. Like, homie, I became ruler of this country that everyone hated because we made everyone's lives miserable for 100 years. Like, that yeah. could not have been an easy introduction. Like, oh, yeah, he's the Fire Lord. Cool. We're all friends now. Like, I think Zuko had a lot to offer, and I don't think – I think Korra just dropped the ball with him. But he's also not from their timeline. Well, so like, finished. all of the – yeah, all of the past characters really don't get any – anything, really. Um like even Toph goes like, well, she goes, there's a reason why like Katara didn't get involved with the water tribe civil war. And that's because she was like, yeah, like she's old and like her back hurts. And like <laughs> it's, it's not really her place to deal with young people's mm -hmm. um, fights, you know, like she's done her time and now it's time to, for the young generation to step up and do their thing. Because if, like, the old guys keep doing it over and over and over and over and over, like, it's 
I just, I just want a Zuko story. I would love to see like Zuko's first, first like however many years, whatever his trials and tribulations and spiral it is, because that had to be an experience. I think there's a comic that talks about it. Him being fire is well. There's the one about his mom, but like there's they smoke really, and shadow and smoke and mom. Sh- no, no, no. That's the search. So he's oh, sure. fi- yeah. So the promise is the first one, and that's where Zuko almost goes to war with the Earth Kingdom over what would become Republic City. Mm-hmm. Um, the Earth King is basically like this is Earth Kingdom land, and Zuko goes, but there's fire bending people here. And then Aang goes, this is going to be something new. Uh, this will become an entirely new world, basically. This is a new territory, a new land, a new kingdom or whatever. Um, and then you have the search. And he's not really in the one after that. And then there's one called Smoke and Shadow, and I think that's about like people that are trying to assassinate Zuko. Yeah, no, that had to happen because there's got to be Ozai oh, yeah, followers. Yeah. yeah, like Ozai followers, like like there's like a cult that's out to get Zuko, and that's Smoke and Shadow. I haven't picked it up yet, and Avatar became popular again, and so all those books are sold out. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, no, that was I think Zuko just the more. If anybody was going to get screen time, like, in Korra from the past shows, I just think Zuko had a lot to offer. Like, they gave him one joke, which is like, yeah, you know, I tried to hire this assassin to kill the Avatar. Yeah, it didn't it's work. pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, I tried. Oh, yeah. He did his best. <laughs> All right. So, now you have, is your last one, you have a waterbending teacher. All right. So, I'm still kind of debating it in my head. Can I give you my two? Who are your two? Uh, one of them was Unalak. But I know he would try to use me to, well, no, harmonic convergence is past. So, Unalak technically would be a good teacher because he's there's- super n- spiritual. He's super spiritual. There's another part of me that goes, I want to get Hugh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The swamp bender. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to get him. <laughs> I want spiritual, spiritual, spiritual redneck. Oh yeah, I was like a redneck waterbending teacher sounds dope, but it's like it's water bend. It's a waterbending style that's like it's foggy swamp waterbending style versus northern style and southern style. Um. Yeah. But then I'm like, fuck, Unalak would be. Unalak could actually teach you how to communicate with the spirits. And although you already had Iroh, I already have Iroh for that. And Toph. And Toph. And yeah, so I'm going to assume had some kind of connection. I think all airbenders do on some level. Um, Hmm. It's, it sucks because I'm like, if I go Hugh, my waterbending skill might be different. I think I'm going to go Hugh, and here's why. Uh, <laughs> a lot of it's plant bending. And if I've had Iroh 
and Toph and Gyatso as my other teachers. I know that everything is connected and mm. learning from Hugh, who's like the master swamp bender. Uh, I learned that everything, I continue to learn that, but the idea that water can exist in things other than the ocean. Obviously a swamp bender can bend water, but bending the water in vines can lead to you learning to bend water out of the air because well, there's air, there's water in the air. Um, there, it could lead to blood bending because there's water in us. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I already have a form of water bending that I've learned from Iroh and it's called lightning bending <laughs> and re- or lightning redirection, excuse me, which is a form of what it's a water bending technique used for fire. I think I'm going Hugh. I don't think I'll go Unalak. I'll, I'll, I'm going to think outside the box on this one. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not a bad pick at all. Um, I like Plus, I get like a fuck. I get like fucking vine like costumes, dude. I'm like, like you know how Toph gets like that like earth armor. I got vine armor for days. <laughs> so earth bending, I think, is, and we actually knocked this one out before. I didn't. Even, I thought I was going to say something, but I forgot to say it. Um. But it's just technically, since you have an avatar, you can be connected to in your past life. Theoretically, an avatar couldn't teach you an element, um, which we got. So you got Iroh, Hugh, Toph, Gyatso. Um, so far, I've got Zuko, Katara, Lahima. For earthbending, man. I know who I want. I just don't think it works as a teacher. Like, I want Kuvira because oh. she is one of the most refined metal benders, and she is the only. She's, you can make a case, she's the only earthbender slash metalbender who deals in precision. She does not make these giant fucking mountains and just chuck rocks recklessly. Like, one of her first fights is against the bandits, and she's shooting metal at their ankles and at their wrists. Yeah, and she's, she's technical. Them. And I think there's so much to that. I just think this would drive me nuts. And it's... I'm okay with one kind of radical guy because his radical is like, be away from the world. Like you don't have to be consumed by anything here. Like all this shit don't mean nothing. And once you release it, nigga, you can fly. And then I like Katara because she is very free flowing. Her water is, it's not rigid. Like I thought about, um, who's a her teacher. Um, white Lotus dude. Um, Haku. Haku. Haku is much more rigid when it comes to water bending. It's like, these are principles. These are our standards. This is what you do. Um, and I think I need the flexibility of having her and Zuko to offset Lahima. I don't think those two would offset Lahima and Kuvira, which made me kind of nervous. Um, I also don't think I want either of the Bayfong girls. I think I'm still your choice. I think I'm going to take Bolin. You're going to do Bolin? That's what's I up. Think, I think if I do Bolin, it gives me access. I wanted, I, when I was trying to think of this, I wanted access to as many unique things as possible. Yeah. So if I have Bolin, so it's like, all right, so with Zuko, I have not the master of it, but I'm going to say the second best lightning redirector, right? Yeah. Katara has access to healing. Bolin has access to lava, bell, lava bending. Lahima has access to flight. 
And I'm like, my nigga, if I could fly, shoot lava, shoot lightning and or redirect lightning and heal myself, like, I'm, I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling good. I, um, the other lava benders, unfortunately, um, don't get enough screen time. And the other one's just fucking crazy. I can't remember his name, but Zakira's buddy is just fucking crazy. So I can't. Oh, Gazan? Gazan? Yeah. Homie 187 someone too really early on that we just all ignored. Oh, no. There's so much death in season three. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Homie just. <laughs> like when they let, um, when they, when, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, oh, man. The no armed water bending. The psychic I bender. Him. I don't remember her name, but. Oh, that would have been a good water bender, too. Someone that can do psychic bending. That's what's crazy. Up. She Which would is fu- she would fuck with all your teaching. Oh yeah, dude. Like yeah, she, Iron would tell you. Well, hey. the idea of psychic bending also is with um, like Yakone's a psychic bender because he's able to blood bend with his hands tied. Um, yeah. What's oh man? Why? What is her name? She's the no arm chick. It's not Pali because that's the that's that's Judy. the eye lady. I think Judy? it's Judy. No. Did you call her Judy? No, Pali. What did you? But you said she's. I'm gonna just Google no arm waterbender. Minghua. Minghua, yeah. We would have never gotten that. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, she she gets let out of jail and then she just chucks people into a volcano. Like so many white lotus died when she escapes. <laughs> White Lotus looks like some bitches. If you take out like oh, yeah, the they got, first scene, they're 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 awful in Korra. They're trash. <laughs> like, like when I wrote them left, like the White Lotus turned into some ass. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, well, that's the whole reason why the the Red Lotus split in the first place is because they were like, oh, this isn't what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, All, right. All right. So now the Avatar. I get first pick for this. Um, so the avatar who is your you're going to completely rechange the cycle so you just whoever you get to choose essentially who was before you and that's you get to draw the most insight from okay um i don't think this is controversial but so it's weird because we saw this particular one one of the most if not the most um I don't think there's a lot of avatars fucking with Aang. If I get to rely on the fact of adversity, he's got as much as anyone. He inherited a hundred year war. Yeah. He's, he is as in tune with the spirits. I can make a case as anybody, even including Juan, just cause he had to, while he didn't directly talk to Rava, he got to go talk to the sea turtles and he went to the spirit world I feel like his what he did in the spirit world, exclude Janora, was more in depth than what Korra did. I think Korra literally went to the spirit world just so the they could literally write Iroh into the show for thirty seconds so the fan base would shut up. Uh-huh. Like, I don't feel like Korra did a lot with the spirit world, even though she's got I get it that big fight with Unalog and she becomes theoretically the most powerful character ever when Harmonic Convergence and her and Rava are going fuck it and they're now just giant mech spirits. Yeah. Um, but I think Aang's I think Aang's got it. Aang has experience in being a leader, um, being thrust into battle. Um, it's the spirit bending. I think his even his feel with the elements 
Um, I think Aang is a better airbender than Korra is a waterbender. It's like a weird statement, but like there's other really impressive waterbenders that exist side by side with Korra. Yeah. I understand Aang's family was genocided, but no one looked more impressive than Aang. Like even when Zaheer and we got the airbenders in season three, I don't feel like nobody did anything that was like, oh yeah, Aang could do that. So I'm going, I'm going as Aang as my past life, my direct past life. And uh, I'll go Korra. We're going to take Korra. Okay. I will take Korra. Yeah. I'm shocked uh, you choose Kyoshi. I thought about it. Um, I haven't read enough of her comics. Uh, or not comics, excuse me. Her, I haven't read enough of Kiyoshi's story to pick Kiyoshi. Um, I know that she lived to be like 250. So she was around for a while. Oh, yeah. She was around for a long time. Um, oh, I picked Korra for being the most... Not the most powerful avatar, but the most in touch with the spirits avatar. Oh, okay. I... I I think I think the power of the avatar comes from that connection. Um, having Korra at be the, my direct past life would mean that I, if I haven't already figured it out, I get access to metal bending. Um, but I get knowledge of lava bending because she grew up with Bolin. Or she was with Bolin. Um, I get knowledge that the Avatar is not one-sided. I get knowledge that the Avatar is literally a bridge designed to work with the spirits. Cora does metal bend, doesn't she? She does metal bend. I was just saying that I'm like, does the avatar get like the cross, the cross bending? And I was like, yeah, she does. She does bend it. Yeah. I think there's also a humility aspect to it too. Um, Cora does not think she's wise enough to be a past life, but her trials and tribulations, uh, I think exceed Aang's. I think Aang experienced genocide and he had to save the world. I think Cora had to deal with what does a world look like that doesn't want an avatar in it. And that being able to, being able to exist in that, I don't think she's more powerful than Aang, but I think she's more in tune with the spirits, which is what you want out of your avatar. You don't want an avatar. That's one or the other. Mm -hmm. I get you. I think I don't think Kyoshi was in tune with the spirits. I think Kyoshi was. Oh, I think she fucked shit up. <laughs> I, think like, she just, I think she, she was just a she was just a really powerful, angry woman. I don't know how into. I think Rava was looking at her like, "Bitch, you going to die yet?" Like, yeah, I'm kind of scared. Well, there's there's a there's a a a part of uh, the third Avatar, the last Airbender comic, where Aang has to pick sides between an angry spirit. Uh, attacking this town that was like messing with it and it's like culture and everything um and ang picks the people over the spirit that's been wronged and that li that little thing 
translates all the way over into Korra. And what that's what's that's what Korra is fighting against in season two. The idea that the spirits feel like the Avatar has betrayed them and has left them. And Korra mends that rift. No, it's um so it's a fun technicality. And not that they were right. You're obviously much closer to the Avatar who you're right behind uh, or come right after compared yeah. to the other ones. But if Korra is your life or your past life, do you think you have access at all to the other Avatars? I mean, so, in this hypothetical, yes. That's like, that's like <laughs> a great question. They never I was like, gonna say, clearly if answered that for us. Like Korra I, just left them and was like, I maybe the Avatar cycle. Because we never get to know if Korra is the last Avatar or not. She's the last Avatar and the first Avatar. She's both. But is she going to respawn? We don't know. That's, I, that's... I think she does, personally. I personally think she will. Like, I think the way the past life works, uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll get like a spiritual, we'll get the Avatar spirit in the next one, but it's just Korra. You know, I think this is like, and I could be totally wrong about this. And obviously, I don't. They're never going to give us this answer because they just they don't have to when the show's over. Yeah. But I would think it would almost be like the next avatars, if not the next. Maybe let's say they skip two or three for us, right? They're like, I the next couple avatars essentially didn't do anything eventful because not every avatar is going to do save the world or fight. Yeah. Terrorism. Sometimes, sometimes they're like avatar Kurik who just, they just live. He just lived for 30 years, lost his wife. And I think probably got killed by Ko. Ko <laughs> or he lost his wife to Ko and then died of a broken heart or something. Mm. But it would be whoever the next, We'll say the next eventful avatar is if they want to say it's the next cycle or they want to skip a few. It would almost be on them. They would have to fix the rift in the avatar cycle. Like they would have to be like, all right, I've got four people. These three guys have done eventful lives. I'm now farther away from Korra, who's got the most information, but I have the hardest time reaching her. Like I got to fix this whole cycle because the yeah. world does need – Another funny hypothetical, the world must suck the, <laughs> when <laughs> the fucking Avatar dies. And everybody's got to know, like, I we ain't telling nobody that the Avatar until they're 16. Well, like, no, the world no, no. has so, to suck for dude, they talk years. about that. They talk about that in the um, uh, Kiyoshi book where the Avatar, well, Avatar Kurik dies and he tasks his two friends to go find the next one. Mm-hmm. And... They, there's seven years before they're able to actually find. They explain how it works when they're like in the Earth Kingdom because the Earth Kingdom's huge, right? It's the biggest piece of land in the Avatar world. Mm-hmm. And so they explain it where they're like, okay, we treat, we treat it like a grid and we go, all right, we're going to literally break it down and then zero in on like certain towns. And it took them seven years to find Kiyoshi. And in that seven-year time span, uh, like, chaos, like, broke because no one could find the Avatar. Yeah, no, it's like, 
the Avatar's death Loki has to be kept a secret. Yeah. Otherwise, the edge is hell breaks loose. Um. So, and I will let the I'll let the viewers. I'm gonna make this a I'm gonna make this a separate video along with the full video. Um. I'll let the viewers decide. So, Matt's Avatar was taught by Iroh, Hugh, Toph, Gyatso, and his past life is Korra. My Avatar, I was taught by Zuko, Katara, Bolin, Guru Lahima, and my past life is Aang. Um, feel good about both picks. Um, it's kind of hard to go wrong when you have all of history to choose who your exact teachers are. Uh, I just wanted to fly. I'll be sure. Guru yeah, was like the fair. only one. I was like, he was the only one. I was like, I got to get him first. It's all, I just like, if I can fly, like, I think it's good. I will figure out the rest. Yeah, like straight up, like. Lahima's, like, pretty busted. <laughs> but I think about, like, Korra versus Zaheer when she just goes fucking ape shit and throws a mountain at Zaheer. <laughs> that, too. I'm like, uh, you can only fly so quick. Hey, man. Uh, all right, so before – and I got a strong 15 minutes I want to spend on this because it's about all the time I got. But it was a – I don't want to say groundbreaking chapter in One Piece. And I'm not even going to say last week's chapter. Once again, I'm not going to say it was groundbreaking. Uh, last week's chapter was okay. It was I, – I think they did exactly what Oda wanted him to do, right? It's like last week was like set up for the setup. We're progressing. Hey, we're going to find out with a couple things. And then we got this week's chapter, which feels like a pre-break chapter. We have yeah. Zoro fighting guys, and somebody says some slick shit talking about, hey, just join Kaido. It's easier. I am fully expecting Zoro to kill every single person in that vicinity. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, we got Luffy, and I keep fucking up her name. Uh, it's just supposed to be Uri? Is that, like... I, th I thought it was Uli. Uli? Like, she's got, like, this short little weird name. Ulti, um, excuse me. Uti? Like, U-T? U-L-T-I. Oh, okay. I'm going to call the bitch Alti. Um, alt. <laughs> <laughs> so we got her and Bumblefuck, who also showed up randomly. They're both dinosaurs. Or Age I one. Guess, I guess in this world, they are both. Are we Are we just going with that's the thing? Like a dragon fruit is you're a dinosaur, essentially. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Nice. So they got dragon fruits. So they're dinosaurs. Um and the bitch headbutted Luffy, and I thought that was a great moment because <laughs> Luffy was like, I, bitch, your head's hard. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I mean, we're at this point, so it's like my Rowlet in uh, Pokemon Shield, and you're like, all right, I'm pretty fucking strong, dude. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I was walking through the trainers, and I'm like, none of these motherfuckers can hurt me. Yeah. None of them. N none of them. And, like, Luffy is now, this is, or at least it feels like this is the arc where you're going to see where, like, the real-life training that he did, um, it's going to be used in a real-time battle because he's going to be fighting fucking dinosaurs, mammoths, like, these giant-ass animals. So everything he did with Rayleigh is now going to be used in a practical sense. All right, that's um, cool. I didn't think about that at all, and you're 100% right. I'm down. Yeah. Um, we also got, and for anybody that's been listening, Matt and I had a fanboy moment when we theorized, I think it'd be about three weeks ago now or four weeks ago now, that Moria was Kaido's son. And 
I'm really so, sad. I'm I I am too. <laughs> like, I really am. I, like, There's a part I, of me. I saw what Yamato looked like, and I was like, "Please be a shadow zombie." <laughs> like, <laughs> please be a shadow zombie. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we thought more was gonna be Kaido's son, and we had this really cool theory, and. You know, one day we'll write our own manga, and yeah, we'll make a character like Moria be a character like Kaido-san. Or not, but you know, it's nice to talk about. Uh, it did, however, though, and this I think is an interesting thing, and I want to get this theory off. This is how you start to knock down the embers. So, follow me here. Okay. Nami has Zeus, right? Now, she's getting chased. But she still technically is in possession of Zeus. Yes. I'm going to say she makes it out of this arc while still having Zeus. I agree. Okay. Luffy and Yamato are now together. And Yamato has a similar styled weapon, which is literally just a fucking club with spikes in it, to his dad. Now, he said something. I, I I could have misread this. But it sounded like it was something like thunder or electrical. Like there was power behind. Not he didn't just club someone. Like he used a, a type of attack. Um, I want to say it was thunder or electrical based. I could be wrong. Thunder, uh, thunder, bagua. I'm gonna I'm gonna presume that's an electrical attack. I don't know. There wasn't like a big. The panel wasn't descriptive enough in terms of like what the attack is supposed to look like. Yeah. But homie's got a club with spikes. So let's say Luffy makes out of this arc and he's friends with Yamato, okay? This is how you start to power creep the Embers. You are, we've theorized before in the past, like, all right, what if him and Kaido became allies? What if he's allies or friends with Kaido's son? Yeah. Presumably Kaido's son is going to have info on Kaido that, 99% 99% of people aren't going to know. Maybe only like Kaido, King, Queen, and Jack know, or just Kaido and King know. Um, Nami is going to have Zeus. I'm going to presume the relationship with Zeus evolves and furthers, and Zeus is going to start spilling some stuff about Big Mom. And this is how we're going to start to power creep and get closer to the emperors, because you're going to have people who are in their inner circle who are going to be able to reveal, oh, this is her weakness. I know they're monsters. They're incredibly strong, but everybody has a way they can lose. And by being cool with Kaido's son, having Zeus's cloud, or yeah. just Zeus the cloud, who's Big Mom's spirit, um, I also think we got a preview into Big Mom's power that she just gives inanimate objects life and she can literally make deities. That might be That might be part of her awakening. <laughs> Yeah, like, she's just like, yeah, I'll give y'all fuckers life. Come here. But, like, that makes total sense because uh, all of Whole Cake is like that. Oh, absolutely. So that's what Big Mom's Awakened Fruit is. Mm -hmm. Um, And because then that technically just leaves us with the only two other emperors being Shanks, who's cool with Luffy, and Shanks would have the info on Blackbeard. And we will finally get the preview or the flashback of what happened when Shanks got his scar and he was fighting Blackbeard. Shanks would know the key to Blackbeard's body. Kaido's son knows the key to beating him. And Zeus knows the key to beating Big Mom. Yeah. And this is how you not 
corny power creep, the four strongest people in the world. And you've only really got to fight three. I don't think Luffy and Shanks are ever going to fight. I don't think that makes sense at this point. Nah. Um, I think Shanks dies. I do too. I just I, – I at one point in time, there was like a – I don't even think they're going to do the, hey, how strong are you now fight, like him and Shanks fight. I just – Shanks uses a sword, and that's kind of Luffy's literal one weakness. Is like, homie, I made of rubber. Like, I, I don't I'm, fight uh, sword people. Uh, jumping to back to this chapter – do you think we've met Yamato? So, to my point that I bitch about every week, I would say yes, but I don't know how tall Yamato is. <laughs> Who do you think he is? Oh. I couldn't tell you, Owen, but I, I – so is he a notable character we've met? I don't think so. But have we seen someone with horns? Because there is miscellaneous horn people we've seen. Um, and just not maybe enough importance or focus was put on him at that point in time. Um, but I think he – I think there is a good chance that he's someone Luffy's already met. I just don't think he was significant at the time of meeting. Similar to, like, I don't know if you felt this way, uh, but when we first met Charlotte on um, Thriller Bark, I didn't think Charlotte was going to be more than just, a, oh, she's on Thriller Bark, or, oh, she's in this town. And then at the end of the arc, they're just like, yeah, she's Big Mom's daughter. Which yeah. now holds less value because Big Mom's got a thousand fucking kids. But at the time, it would have been, oh, shit, if she's the only one, it's like, yeah, she's Big Mom's daughter. Um, so I'm going to say, yes, we've probably already met him. He just was not significant at the time of meeting. I'm trying to think, I'm like, I'm like, who, who could it, who could it be? Cause there was horn people. I think even back when, um, technically going back as far as Frankie. Yeah. I want to say there was horn people in the big house or there was, um, there was horned people on Thriller Bark. Like, I don't think that it is. Yeah, I don't think it's impossible to say that we've met him. I just don't. Well, I'm trying to think if, like, maybe someone else on the crew has met him. Right? Like, going to their solo arcs? No, 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 no. Like, um, when they're in, like, in Wano, like, if someone else has interacted with someone like this, but they're masked. So I that's, don't, yeah, no, that's, that's the, that's the thing. I don't know. Masked, he's got a club mace and he could be 10 feet tall. He could be two or three feet tall. The world may never know. Uh, Google says he is tall, Oh, but not as you, tall Google. as Kaido. Thank you. Thank Google, you. How tall is Kaido? Um, oh, you want me to bring that fucking no, thing up no, again? No, no, I don't. I just get triggered by it. Um, we didn't even see Kaido in this chapter. I don't think. I don't think he was actually in this one. Um, I do think it's interesting in that uh, while I think it's going to be more so for Zoro's fight in terms of the people saying, hey, just give up. like Just, just go with Kaido. It's easy. 
I do think that is a big demonstration of what like Conqueror's hockey looks like in real time that yeah. people have just, they've just submitted. They're like, yeah, like I'm never going to be as strong as Kaido. Like I'm just, I give up. Um, I'm curious then if that is maybe not to that degree where they're just like, Oh, I'm not even going to try at all. Like just Kaido's the, Kaido's the man. We fall on him, blah, blah, blah. He's always right. But I'm curious if that's what's going to happen to the worst generation that four or five of them are just going to tap out and say, hey, it's better to be like maybe Apu has just said, all right, I'm, I'm never going to be as strong as these dudes. Like I'm, yeah. just, I'm good being having this kind of power, this kind of influence, and working under Kaido's name. And that's essentially how the new world forms. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that like the emperors break spirits, you know, Mm. like that one guy that's like everyone on this crew wanted to be king of the pirates at some time, at some point, but no one's stronger than Kaido. So yeah, you know, there's no point, but it's, and it's cool. Like it's cool development or cool. It's a cool showing for Zoro because Zoro was in, he's obviously him and killer are the only two non-captains to be in the worst generation. So to see a, not even a captain, but just like a right hand guy to be like, nah, fuck that. I don't even let my own captain talk to me like that. Um, I think he's gotten everybody up the next time we see him. I think that room is just, gonna, I don't even know if Oda's going to draw that. I think Zoro just might walk out with like a beer in hand and just dead bodies behind um the I don't know it's it what if the, I'm trying to think hold on because there is one person we haven't seen yet that and being, that's that's Hawkins where is Hawkins haven't seen in terms of like inside the building like inside we the haven't, palace we haven't we haven't seen him in the palace we don't know where Hawkins is. And I'm trying to remember this thing. I'm so, I was looking at the hair and the hair of Yamato on Yamato is similar to the hair on the strong uh, yeah the big scarecrow thing that he throws at luffy and zoro in this arc i wouldn't be opposed to that um i think my view on hawkins is because of hawkins character style and just being able to see the future like he's not really running to be in the confrontation even when he confronts luffy and zoro he's kind of just like yeah, I just have to be here. Like, I'm a headliner. Like, I don't really want to, but I'm here. When Kizuru went, uh, got to Sabori, he was like, dog, I'm not fighting you. You'll fucking kill me. Like, just- I think I'm going to say that Yamato is Basil Hawkins. Um, I think. that. So, I'm not going to predict that. Now, I will say maybe Yamato's really just not a fighter and Hawkins took him and maybe made like a straw replica to save Luffy real quick. 
Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go I – mean, this is partly just out of I'm really sad it's not Moria. I'm really sad it's not Moria. I'm, I'm going to withhold on trying to guess Kaido's son again. Um, I think he is his own person. Whether we've met him, not significant, or he's brand new to the story. But I could see Hawkins kidnapping him if he really wasn't shit as a fighter. And him not being shit as a fighter would kind of make some sense to Kaido not really giving the fuck about him. Like, I yeah. am, I can jump from Sky Islands and fall into the ground and, like, you're just a bitch. So, like, if he wasn't as into his son as other people were or as, you know, you're supposed to be. Let me see this. Happy Father's Day, by the way, Kaido. Um, damn, that's wild. Omi really dropped his son on Father's Day. Yeah. Hmm. But this says he Basil Hawkins is from North Blue. I mean, would you ever know where an emperor's from? Well, I'm also. His garb also reeks of like Christianity and like it's he's different. Spir- he's, he's spiritual. I don't, like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna go. Hawkins is his son. Um, um, I've also heard theories that Hawkins is Hawkins' mom is Big Mom. Or I'm sorry, not Hawkins' mom, but Kaido Yamato's mom is Big Mom. And I don't think I agree with that one. That would Uh, be a – yeah, I'm not – I don't know if I'm wrong with that one either, only because the way that world works, if you were literally the son of two of the four emperors, I don't think they hide you for 900 chapters. I don't think they do, yeah. I just – that would be a little too much, like – and – Gosh, that wow! And in so saying that, it makes sense to me, but it's a thousand percent not true because they've still hidden devil fruits and the yeah. highest part of the world government from us. And but we're uh, we are just too far to not know a child. <laughs> I don't think it would make sense. I think you would be a way bigger deal if you were the son of those two. Um, I do, but. And I don't know. I, I, Oda, this is my last request to you, Oda. I, I defer. I, I'm, I am going to defer because I'm just, I'm too sad about the empire not being true. But Oda, I will, as, as we come to, as we come to, to wrapping up point here, if you're going to give us Yamato and then take a break and what feels like a great break chapter, because you've given us three or four, like there is shit ready to pop off in three or four different spots. And I am, so positive the next chapter is going to be amazing like i am looking forward to so much for this next chapter what july 4th july 5th i believe it july is 5th. Yeah. july 5th i am i am gonna be so ecstatic july 4th i'm gonna get drunk july 5th i'm gonna wake up breathe one piece it's gonna be a blast i think you're gonna do amazing if you don't show me who the fuck yamato is or give me a little I need at least three pages. He won't. he won't do it. Oda. I don't think I know, it's the I next know Japan is still on lockdown. I just watched the Nintendo Direct. Sakurai. We got a new arms character in Smash Bros. We know who it is now. Oh, do we? Oh, sweet. Yeah. 
Uh, it's the girl who runs the cafe. The, she's a noodle. She's a ramen noodle fan. Um, yeah. I don't know. Fun fact. <laughs> when are we playing Smash? Uh, well, fun fact. Uh, Luffy had an impact on Smash Bros. Because Luffy is called Spring Man um, in some... There's a weird Japanese-English translation in which Luffy comes off as Spring Man. The main character from ARMS is called Spring Man. And Sakurai himself during the direct said, I didn't want to bring Spring Man in because if you Google Spring Man, you get this character from this kind of famous manga. And I was huh. like, oh, there we go, Luffy. You finally made it into Smash. Yeah, so they've done... He did, he did Dragon Quest. What Dragon Quest for Dragon Ball. So Dragon mm-hmm. Ball made it in. Yeah. And Spring Man's made it in. And Luffy's made it in. All right. Well, it's not so, Spring Man, though. She wouldn't put Spring Man. He put Mean Min is her name. Mean Min? 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 Mean Min? I don't, I don't want to. I don't know. I never played arms. Um, <laughs> but I need something about Yamato. I need a couple pages, like two or three pages. That's fine. I'm expecting the next chapter to be like 15 pages, three or four pages about Zoro, three or four pages about Inside the Room with Kaido, three or four pages about um, however he's going to transition us out of this chapter. And I need three or four pages about Yamato and Luffy. And if I don't yes. get them, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be drunk, hungover, and angry as hell. I'm just surprised they got someone working July 5th. Good for uh, Biz. <laughs> Homie, that chapter's probably already done. They told that nigga to take yeah. two weeks. <laughs> they were like, yo. I saw. <laughs> I saw yeah. Were you the one that sent me the meme that was. Um, it was pain about to destroy Konoha, and it was like, imagine drawing this for like a week and for niggas to look at it for five seconds and go to the next page. Yep. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be heated. And then they, and then, and then, chapter. and then people fucking have the audacity to go, and hey, the art's not that good. What the fuck do you, what, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that in like my hero my hero academia does the same thing where it's like there's like so much painstaking detail in every page and like or a lot of the pages and then like sometimes you just don't get that and then people are like bro what the fuck and i'm like bitch this fool took like a week to draw this two-page cover <laughs> eat dicks Thanks. eat a bag yeah. of dicks so, yeah. Um, Oda, don't let me down, man. Also, oh, you're not getting you're not getting Yamato in two weeks. I my theory is you'll get him. It'll be one panel, and he's taking the mask off to sh- reveal who he is to Luffy, and then we'll cut to something else entirely. You know, you're probably right, but fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's only been it's only been 983 chapters, so you know. Well. well to be fair, and this is like the anomaly I'm pulling out of my ass. We did get Sabo. He didn't fuck us with Sabo. Sabo, he threw us to him, and Luffy started the tear eye face, and we got Sabo essentially immediately. I think he did cut away, but we got Sabo before that. We never saw what over. Sabo looked like. It was just like, hey, you know who I am? And then Luffy starts crying, and then it cuts to the three – Drinks. I thought we did get a face reveal. Maybe that's just in the anime we get a face reveal same episode. I don't think we get it same episode. Oda, I'm telling you, if I don't get Yamato, um, also for anybody listening, 
um, this episode drops today, of course, which is Tuesday. Um, it's Monday. It's, it's Tuesday right now. We rec- we just recorded this and uploaded this in real time, right? Yes. Bitch, I'm at work right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are on Friday on Hard File Gaming Twitch channel. We are going to be starting now that the Isle of Armor is out. Uh, we are going to be running through our official Nuzlocke on Twitch. Um, it's going to be live streamed on Twitch on this Friday, next Friday. Uh, YouTube videos will be coming out. I'm going to make a series. Um, I'm excited for you to be on Twitch because then there's no bullshit. Like, you can't lie and be like, oh, nah. I mean, he I didn't really die. Like, nah. If they die in live, like, they just dead. Like, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, go check that out. It's going to be super fun. Sword and Shield, Nuzlocke. Um, I'm hoping over the next two Fridays we can knock out the game. The game's pretty linear. It's one of the few, like, once you get past, once they allow you to start doing the gym challenge, like, you're essentially just doing the gym challenge. Um, yeah, then, dude, it takes forever to get to the gym challenge. Correct. It but takes I think, fucking forever. But once we get there, I feel like we'll be able to power through a lot, which is why I'm, I'm kind of confident in knocking the game out in 9 to 10 hours. Um, yeah. We'll explain more of the rules as we're actually live streaming it. Um, and then we will do the Isle of Armor DLC. Um, I don't we'll know do how the, much. We'll do the post game, and then we'll do the Isle of Armor DLC. Well, yeah, well, we we'll do we what we'll to. do whatever. I, we'll, we don't we'll care. get what we get to, but um, so looking forward to that. And then I want to try not another Nuzlocke, but I do want to do something else, kind of Pokemon centric, before December as well to line up more on time with when we get the second DLC. Um, I'm not looking forward to that legendary. I don't need Rudolph. I don't need grass Rudolph or big head. Oh, I'm really, I'm really excited that this is like, we're getting like into the temple side of Pokemon and we're getting like all the ancients and all the legends are probably going to be released. And, and this is what I'm excited about. Electivire is coming in the next DLC. So thank you. Thank you. Larian, Moltres, and Zap, those look cool as shit. They do. The actual they legendary really from that region looks stupid. Um, I just, I don't get, I don't get why they were like, yeah. So, someone had to go into that building and say, hey, my name's Tim, and I got a really bitchin' idea for a Pokemon. What if we named, like, made it look like a reindeer, right? But he's gonna be like, I think he's a grass and psychic type. Yeah. Right? So you gotta give he's him got a big green. brain. Yeah, you have a big head, like, or big brain. It's like, all right, well, how do we show he's got a big brain? Like, Alakazam, like, he's going to hold something smart? Nah, no. nigga. He needs just a big motherfucker. You ever watch Jimmy Neutron when that nigga's head, like, swells up to here? I need Jimmy Neutron, the green psychic reindeer. Look, Oh, my gosh. And I, someone looked at Tim and said, that's a brilliant idea, Tim. Hey, you know what, Tim? You promoted. You get to make a video game now. Have fun. Oh, I just, see you I, in gen nine bitch i just i i'm not the person who shits on pokemon for the designs because i get it you're into the thousands like it's, it's just you're gonna get some oh some they're fuckers. not in the, they're not in the thousands yet justin oh, we do was, not count alola forms we don't count galarin forms fuck uh, that oh, that shit well, does not count i'm counting it so um, that's you a- taking hey wouldn't it be cool if Volpix was an ice type no bitch it wouldn't make a new Pokemon <laughs> hey man um, it, it, it's very cool 
actually, Anna. <laughs> but so I, I'm not the person who's. I just understand when you get that many designs, like you're gonna throw up some clunkers, right? Like yeah. Garbador is a thing. I'm still not a big fan of Sandaconda. I'm not either. Sandaconda um, looks fucking weird. And but, then in the Isle of Armor, you get to see like what it looks like to move in the real world, and I'm like. all right yeah it's there's 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 some clunkers but overall pokemon is not a great idea obviously like if anybody thinks we're ever gonna get anybody out there that thinks you're gonna get like a gen one or gen the first three like you're gonna get those kind of repeat performances you're not because gen one is a it's brand new they've got a million ideas we don't know how many ideas were scrapped to get that og 150 and then to get to 250 like we're just, you're never going to get that again. So yeah. if you're looking for that, I'm sorry. Like we're not going to have that originality anymore. They're 20 plus years into this. It just, yeah. it's not, it's not possible. Well, Pokemon's also very much like they design a character and then they present it to a committee of people or an art director and go. And like the one question that gets asked is, do you think you could be friends with this? Yeah, no, and yeah. That's... It's why it's why Raichu never got an evolution. Like in the one of the OG ideas was Raichu becomes like this Thunder God Pokemon, but like it was scrapped because they were like it's too scary looking. And this it. game is for children, mind you. This is a which, children's game, which is why we give them Tyranitar. Which is why we give them all of these things that kill children. <laughs> Fucking Yamask steals faces. Abra is a child, or Kadabra is a child. Shout out to the Yamask that y'all will never see, and the really shitty Confaragus that I had to go through the fighting gym with. Um, <laughs> you mean Runergus? Not Confaragus. Runergus. Oh, yeah, Runergus. I'm sorry. That piece of shit who technically served his purpose up until the. I don't remember the gym leader's name for the gym, but. She pulls out Pandarian for her fucking second one. And I was like, oh, the dark fighting panda. Cool. Homie, you gonna die. Pangaro. Like, homie, you gonna die. <laughs> like, yeah, he died. Yeah, he died. And I had nothing. Oh, I was stressing so much. Because the problem with the Nuzlocke is, like, it's fine until it snowballs. And it never feels like you can just lose one and keep going. When you snowball and you're like, Especially because that thing uses work up twice. So I'm like, oh, as soon as he dies, everybody going to die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How I felt fighting Brawly back in the day. That Makuhita with bulk up was stupid. I will always be the the single and Miltank is a legend because Miltank fought all of us when we were all 10 years old and retarded. 10 years old oh, dude that thing still whoops ass i don't know what to tell you, you if you get stuck with a pokemon with like not good ivs like that, that's it the i will always say though the hardest individual gym pokemon so don't don't include the elite four um when whitney's altaria dragon dances twice game's over because <laughs> earthquake will wipe Winona, your team. yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Altaria is – Dragon Dance is the most unfair move 
Did I tell you I was playing? So I got Gyarados when I was playing Pokemon Sword because I was like, oh man, I really want to just take Magikarp all the way. <laughs> and, and I got Gyarados. Fucker learns Dragon Dance. I sweep four of Leon's Pokemon with I Dragon Dance twice, I think, against his Aegislash and just one after the other. Like yeah, nothing, Dragon Dance is stupid. Nothing could hurt Gyarados. <laughs> like and and the fact of the fucking Altaria knows Earthquake. Homie, yeah. why? Why does it know Earthquake? Because it's busted, that is that dude. is I will always say that is the it, that is the single hardest Pokemon of any gym leader. Give me all, eight, give me all eight generations, seven generations. Give me every single fucking gym leader. That's the hardest. Miltank is a legend because it was the it was like the first one that were like, yeah, oh, to wait, be, how the fuck do we? I used to think I was bad, man. I, I genuinely used to think I was bad. <laughs> like, and if you play Heart Gold, like the remake isn't any better <laughs> because. She teaches it attract. That's like, okay, attract, body slam, you're paralyzed, <laughs> and you can't, you have like a 50 50, and now I'm doing rollout. Oh, you started with Cinequil? Bye. Oh, you started with Totodile? I don't care. Like, you have Chikorita? Too bad it wasn't a female. Like, <laughs> like no. Like, yeah, no, there's like, we got to get that list too. Like the, the six hardest, like make a full team of the six hardest Pokemon from gym leaders. Like Altaria is in that You want to do you know like six hardest AI because yeah. some elite four just is dumb. Some elite four members are just dumb. I remember I hated, um, speaking of Confaragus, I hate in black, I think it's black to white too. When the ghost only starts with Confaragus is if you're not playing like, Yes, if you're that person who put Regigigas in there and you were like, ah, pro strats, I'm going to get this new ability and just run through them. <laughs> like, if you just have a regular team, Confarigus giving, um, what's it called, Mummy? Yeah. Actually, yeah. That is annoying as hell. That's not like Altaria bad or Miltank bad, but that is annoying as hell. Um, I would don't know how good – that's just a hard one to feel good about if you're doing Nuzlocke, like – I, I remember having a hard time with Drake's uh, – he was Elite Four. I had a hard time with Drake's Salamence because well, it was the same thing. This fool, this fool had two Altarios. Like, I, I was like, what? Why? Altaria is um, also broken. Oh, I'm sorry. This one shouldn't count, but it is on the list. Lucian's – is it Lucian's? Lucian's uh, Bronzong in uh, Diamond Pearl Platinum. No, not Platinum, excuse me. Diamond and Pearl. Because there are no fire Pokemon. If you don't start with Infernape, that battle is really hard. I'm going to agree with you, but I almost always selectively started with Infernape. I'm not going to lie. Nah, because you started with Empoleon, too. You played that game with Empoleon. Okay. So, uh, uh, okay. So diamond. So I never played diamond and pearl as an adult. I only played diamond and pearl as a very spazzy twelve-year-old kid, and my two uncles also owned it. So yeah. I just kind of got to cheat and started with both. To be fair, because my That's team fair. for diamond and pearl, I was pretty sure that like the last game, like I was still using legendaries. 
So like, okay, I, I didn't, I didn't have like a. a I remember real my last team. one. I, uh, I, my last one was uh, Ruby, I think. Um, and then I was playing Pokemon Sword, and you know when you get to hop at the very end, and he has his legendary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this is this is the one opportunity that I feel that it is right to play with legendaries. So I threw Eternatus in the team Damn. and I threw the dog in the team. And I was like, yeah, man, for story purposes, Hop saw me catch Eternatus and <laughs> I got the dog. Why wouldn't I? And so like I threw out Eternatus and Eternatus gets one shot. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, fucking a we're in it. Throw out the dog and the dog almost gets one shotted because, uh, fuck i it's just it just happens like that but it's fun man it's fun but i had to catch me on catch me online playing with that shit bullshit fuck that because diamond and pearl yeah i was gonna say i think that's sixth grade or seventh grade for us um i was i think my very first run through i was stupid and i used whoever the fuck i could find but by the time i did like a, a second serious run through I my uncles fucking traded me Gibble in like the first gym. Like I I wasn't about to put like I had dark shop homie. So I forgot about this. Uh I had such a hard Uh-oh. hard time with Cynthia in Diamond and Pearl mm-hmm. that I put Dialga on my team to try to roar of time. I was like, this is the only way to beat Garchomp. Roar of time. Motherfucker, if I didn't survive that earthquake, I was dead. <laughs> hey man. Uh, Pro, that's a that's a great game. Yeah, because I think yeah, Empoleon Infernape, Gip, Garchomp, Dialga. I forget who my other two were. I want to say I have one more dragon. Who was the other dragon in that gen? In that gen? Yeah, because it was Garchomp and who was our other dragon? Was Salamence in that game? No. Salamence is gen three. I want to say there's one more. Dra- I want to say that was like my core four. And did you I get? Just, did you get Jarantina? I used Giratina. Do you use Palkia? No, I I I, I restrained myself. I only used two legendaries in my party. I was like, <laughs> I, was, right, I, was, go, go I was I was Palkia. bothered about it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna start with two starters, two legendaries, and the fucking dragon. Yeah, oh, I can't. Fuck. I don't. I don't. I don't. Nothing's coming to oh, mind. Oh, I cheated. I definitely used Arceus in that game because my uncles had an action replay, and oh, we had God. we had mad Arceus and Master Balls and like different plates. Dude, Arceus Arceus is such a good Pokemon, and nobody oh, yeah. got it. No one got to really play with Arceus in America, at least. Like you had to cheat in America to get Arceus. I remember I felt dirty at one point. I was like, damn, I got 99 Master Balls and like 30 Arceuses. Like, <laughs> but like, I'm like, I'm like, this was before like America was like, oh, like we'll just get all, we'll, we'll be on the same playing field as this game that gets released in Japan. You know, like Gen 4, you, I literally watched Gen 4 get released in Japan and went, oh my God, I hope this comes here. And then it did. Like, we didn't get a worldwide release for Pokemon until Gen 6, I think. No, Gen 5. Gen 5 was the first one. I also want to say, I think 
dark right and spirit tomb were like my next up in line like they were my first out the box which was yeah homie with no weakness and then the dude who even with the action replay you had to glitch yourself into the fucking house that didn't open just to go to the dream get dark right yeah yeah you had to glitch yourself into the house go to the dream world which you know, fun fact in Pokemon, I guess, the dream world is you just take a fucking fairy that don't exist and you just go there. Oh, yeah. And I was always like, I was always like, Gen 4 is legit. It has all the legendaries that you would want. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many legendaries in comparison to the other regions, and mm-hmm. you can't get any of them. There's the little grass porcupine thing. You can't get um, Shaming. You can't get yeah. Darkrai. You can't get Arceus. Uh, I'm forgetting one. Uh, you can't get spirit tomb, Deoxys. Spirit tomb, you won't. You only get with friends. Deoxys is Gen three. Now Deoxys, you can get in Diamond and Pearl. You could go through. You now, get. You get Deoxys in Fire Red, I think. Deoxys, because you did the um. What's the town with like the old meteor site? No, you couldn't right, is get. That not is that. That's not? in plat. That's in platinum. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm. Are you? Hold no, on. no, no, wait, hold on. No, you're right. They had like a special extreme speed Deoxys. Yeah. They released. Yeah. Because I was like, no, don't be wrong. Um, no, that was for Emerald. Never mind. That's Emerald. Ruby yeah. Sapphire. Ruby to Sapphire Deoxys had a. Deoxys and Diamond Pearl and Possum Platinum. To get Deoxys, you can actually play. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, no, you get Deoxys and Diamond and Pearl. You need an action replay because none of obviously none of that shit was legal for America. Hell no. But and you get you, Reggie Gigas too. That was yeah. there. They literally shot you up to space. It was cool because because Deoxys they shot you to the moon, and to get Arceus you literally went up the stairway to heaven, and like yeah. this just little mythical stairway appeared wherever you were, and just you just walked up, and yeah, it's like hey, Arceus is here. <laughs> like. Dude, they have the fucking codes for the action replays on Reddit. Oh, thank God, dude. I love that we're at that point. But, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, But yeah, no, it's just... That was... Spirit Tomb is still... That's a... Spirit Tomb is the have... whole... I was, I was telling Alex this. Spirit Tomb is the whole reason why fairy type exists in the first place. But he's not... He's... He has no weakness. No, and I get that because it's him and Sableye, right? It's him, him and Sableye, but they also threw it in because... But Sableye what? sucks. Well, Sableye no. has, like, no good moves and King, shitty stats. No, no, no. They they made Fairy also for Kingdra. So Water Dragon, the only thing that could beat a Water Dragon was Dragon. Uh, Kingdra's busted. Kingdra And Kingdra was for sure faster than any Dragon and could learn Ice Beam. So... You know, (laughs) goodbye. Hey, with that being said, like I said, don't forget, check us out on Friday. You'll see us there streaming this week, next week. Um, And I have officially had enough of my green drink that I think I'm ready for bed. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Um, Don't forget, as always, go check us out. Dinosaur Workshop for Matt's YouTube channel. Um, At italklot9080, at Hardfell Network on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook um nfm is coming out thursday um the nba is possibly back in two weeks so hard foul might get some kind of i'm i'm torn on like just doing a video a day versus a whole podcast because i'm just i'm not into the whole 
what so-and-so tweeted or what so-and-so made his Instagram post and then running yeah. for that as a headline. So um, if coronavirus doesn't come back and kick everyone's ass, um, hard foul will get back to some normalcy. Uh, hopefully talk about, talk about baseball. Homie, baseball is going to do maybe a 60-game season. And have you, have you heard have you heard the owner's proposal for um, to the players? No. So, and I want you to imagine this. So, you're, so imagine this was like your unemployment pitch, right? Okay. All right. So the owner said, hey, we're going to play 81 games because that's all the calendar and the guidelines will allow us to do without running so far into the next season, right? Yeah. Okay. So the players are like, I right, 81 games – half our salary plus if we still make bonuses based on performance, we still get those, right? Owners are like, nah, dog, we're going to pay y'all a sixth of what you normally get. So to play half the games, if you made $35 million, you would have made 6.75 to play half a season. And Uh the player said, suck my dick. Uh, I'm not playing as they should because, homie, you want half of me – and what's it paid for a sixth of me? Yeah, no. Excuse me? No way. So that's the owners, that's some trash. The owners that's because like wild. the owners can't fill stadiums, man. Like that's where all that that's, player money that's, that's part of where the player money comes from, is this Oh, it's a huge part ticket of ticket sales, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we're not gonna get the same value out of you, and the players are like, So? Yeah, it's not my problem. You signed the contract, bitch. You made and, the contract. And baseball money is supposed to be fully guaranteed. Now, a global pandemic does break the fully guaranteed part. So the players know, like, I we're not going to get our full money. But yeah. even still, like, you didn't even try to be like, I we're going to give you half. Maybe we'll give you, like, say, 45% because we're losing money on fans, but we'll try to kick it back. Now, y'all were just straight up like, hey, we need y'all to come back and play for pennies on the fucking dollar. Yeah, no, no way. So, which I'm also like, I'm also like, I'd probably pay 80 games for six mil. I could do that. But I'm also, I'm also not talented. Like you were never (laughs) signed a $40 million contract. Like if you signed a $40 million contract and homie said, I want 40 mil. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so we'll see, maybe we get baseball back tomorrow. Um, they're going to see the NBA test all of its players for coronavirus before sending them to Walt Disney. Um, who knows what the hell happens after that. So hopefully hard thought comes back. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I am <laughs> praying like hell. Um, I miss sports. Yo, high key. I miss but sports. If you miss sports and need to fill your time, you can go on Reddit, get you at a version of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, Add an action replay, and you yourself could get Deoxys. Ooh, we. Or Darkrai. Or Spirit Tomb. Or Shamey. Ooh. All of Time them. to 100% Pokemon Heart Gold. <laughs> Fuck 100%, nigga. You do that in Diamond and Pearl, you do it 110%. They can't even, the fucking Pokedex don't register them. <sighs> The oh, thing is, like, Pokedex is like, who the fuck is an Arceus? Oh, I'll be straight up. Like, the Pokedex still doesn't register uh, Alola starters. Damn. In uh, uh, Sword and Shield? In, in Sword and Shield, yeah. So, technically, I have all of those. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm better. Yeah. 
Pokedex Amen. number unknown. All right. We will see y'all on Friday. We out.